0: Welcome to the 2022 Pop Apologist podcast. Everything's about to change. Literally, everything's about to change. This is now going to become a full time podcast for Retain Finance. Okay. All you're going to hear about all day long (laughs) is the (laughs) financial services offered to you by Retain Finance. Um, We are rebranding the podcast to become 100% devoted to how you can provide payments. Mm-hmm. To your clients. Easy, low mm-hmm. payments, monthly payments. I am honestly waiting for the worlds to collide when my actual clients like realize that I have this totally trashy other life and they like listen to this podcast and I lose all credibility in the no. eyes of the true trip- so You're I never encounter. gonna lose you're only gonna gain credibility in, you know, the wide breadth of subjects you uh you know about. But I actually have to tell you, dad paid you a very sweet compliment false but nice compliment last night Oh God. um okay. just kidding um he was saying that when you guys were first kind of starting retain that you would talk to you know financial people or you know men at banks women don't work at banks um Accurate. <laughs> he would just be talking to people in the industry right and he said you know i i could not believe how articulate she was like the most articulate person so polished when she was speaking to these people and i'd like You know, dad was kind of acting like he he didn't really know totally what you were talking about. But, I mean, I'm sure he did to some degree. But, like, I I just – I feel like I'm butchering this compliment to you. But he was just talking about how, you know, how wonderful and how proud he was of you when you were, like, getting the business up up off the ground and how just polished and articulate you were. That is so nice. That is very, very kind. Yeah. It was like we were, like, Um, talking about me. And then all of a sudden he was just like, you know, Lauren, (laughs) I got to say, when we started Retained with Lauren – I was just like, what? Like, we're literally <laughs> – Okay. I have I have a few stories about mom and dad. Like We can save that um, for later on in the episode. But um, I just had to tell you that before I forgot. Wait, that is so cute and so nice. Um, so thank you. That makes me feel really good. Well, I just want you to know that the reason why I sound so chipper, thanks for asking, is because I have had about three quarters of my coffee and the will to live is starting to seep back into my veins. Um, Right. have you, do you know what that feeling is? Like, do I don't know if you ever get this, but like, I will have moments of intense dread, like first thing in the morning or, you know, Sunday night, I'm going to get to that later with my resolutions. Um, and then I will have like, when I drink coffee or maybe, you know, let's say once I've taken a Percocet, um, (laughs) where the dread really starts to more on that later on the, on the Patreon, um, where the dread starts to really leave my body and will enters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want you to know that I just had coffee and like the will to live and the will to to get through this Tuesday, my first Tuesday back at work after what feels like you know a month-long break. That was so nice. It's back. I don't know how long it's going to last for, but it's back right, right. now. Well, it's so funny because I do think, I do feel that when I wake up, I completely agree. It's almost like... The world is a dark place. Mm-hmm. Like literally the sky is still black. Yeah. Like black as my soul. Mm-hmm. And as as I sip coffee, it's almost like there's a horizon inside my brain yes. and the sun starts to peek in. And it's like by the end of the caffeination, the sun is shining in my soul. There is sunshine within my soul today. Okay, I'm basically <sighs> singing that song. I've gone from complete dread <laughs> at my mere <laughs> existence to
1: there yes. is sunshine in
0: my soul today. Yes, absolutely. I mean, honestly, i I came back to New York and it's so fudging cold here. It's like it's probably not even that cold for people who like live here all the time, but like for me, it's like 19 degrees and it is a bitter cold. Okay, it is so chilly, Ugh. and so I had to, you know get dressed, go and go find coffee cuz I don't have anything any groceries at my apartment. And I was just literally like why the hell did I move here? Like yeah, Ben's great, but like I don't know why I did this. Like I never I I never want to be this cold ever and the fact that I like now have to be this cold all, like for at least 4 to 5 months. And then like literally as I'm sipping my coffee as I'm back in my apartment, back in my bed, I'm just like it's all possible. I can live here forever. I can have a right. great life. I can, you know, I can start a cookie making business. Oh, you know, gosh. <laughs> just, do you realize? Can I just possibilities say, though, like, are endless. One thing that I think was probably really difficult for our early listeners, yeah, was hearing me be like, "Oh, I think I'm going to start a cookie business." <laughs> like, I lost my job after the pandemic. I got fired, laid off, whatever. So now I'm going to start this cookie delivery service, and then to go from that to be like, I'm starting a finance lending <laughs> company. <laughs> like are you what are you talking about like like just just expect your listeners to be to nod their heads and be like oh yeah totally sounds Lauren, reasonable if anyone could do it it's you I mean honestly when you when you were going to do your cookie business do we have a name for that by the way I wish we had a name yeah you have a name fresh homemade cookies fresh homemade cookies
1: <laughs> uh, I had very literal. Very literal. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs>
0: please tell me you still have it please tell me you I still do have- I still have okay fresh homemade good cookies. we need to have fresh homemade cookies <laughs> we should be like reposting pop apologist episodes on <laughs> fresh homemade cookies so that it looks like people are constantly like loving our episodes Um. Uh, anyways that's Honestly. that's another business strategy for 2022 no but um uh when you were, you were doing fresh homemade cookies you had it down to a science you had it down to a I will say financial science so you know well, it was always there it was truly like I look back at that and I think honestly it tr- I was such an idiot. First of all, like I was like I like baking. So let I made the I made the critical error mm-hmm. that we all do, which is like I enjoy doing this thing for 30 minutes once right. every two months. And I feel pure joy while I'm doing it. So why don't I turn it into my full time (laughs) career and means of sustenance and existence in this world? Like how I get by, like everyone does that. Everyone does that. And then they realize like, no, wait, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to start a restaurant and be a restaurateur. (laughs) I just want to go out to eat, you know, (laughs) I don't need to become a florist and like you know schlep a bunch of greenery and shrubs everywhere i just want beautiful florals in my home <laughs> you guys it's a big okay. error we all need to i just want to get away from i just remember you talking about how you could make deliveries you could you could go as far as irvine or something and you could you know make, make it lucrative by zigzagging all around town then <laughs> i remember you also were like and I wonder what this is going to drive up my gas prices in my house too, because my oven's going to be going all day long. <laughs> That's the worst part about it is I really took it really seriously. Yes. Like, no, no, this is going to be huge. Yes. My, my, homemade cookie business, where my, my homemade cookie business where I bake the cookies in my own home and then deliver them in to your own car. Door. In my leased car that I have a mileage limit on. In my own vehicle while they're still warm okay that was like the value proposition um this i'm going to become rich from and it was like it took me oh go ahead well it took me doing all of the math like it took uh-huh. me actually running some quick numbers to be like i will have to do 500 deliveries again <laughs> all right 500 deliveries a day purchase Ten ovens um, essentially become – like get an industrial-sized kitchen, become Hermione Granger and be able to be 100 places at once in order to even get I, to the income I used to have at Stance where I I'm literally before. picturing you. I can picture this so clearly in my brain. You on your sectional with an Excel tab open <laughs> with your head in your hands, like with a blanket and lotion right next to you. Just <laughs> – experiencing this hard truth oh my gosh I can paint that picture it's burned in my brain honestly when my startup failed I will never forget on my sectional truly running the hard numbers I mean like even if I just use my current manpower my current human manpower my current car power and my current one oven oven power yeah I can probably get to nine thousand dollars a year (laughs) I can probably get to nine thousand Year. oh sis. <laughs> anyway but you and adam newman have a lot to commiserate about truly <sighs> who is adam newman the guy who started we work oh, oh my gosh yes i was like is that the french is that the dressing man anyway <laughs> was it was he Sean? That... <laughs> like <No>. newman's dressing <laughs> newman's own like, did, did he first paul start newman? <laughs> <pitching>? paul newman <laughs> oh my god i'm dying oh my gosh Okay. okay. Well, yeah. Thanks for bringing up, you know, one of my one of my failures. Hey, let's ground ourselves in reality before we make any resolutions. Okay. <laughs> thanks for bringing up fresh homemade cookies, chapter eleven. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> okay. The bad, The good thing is that I didn't go out and spend like twenty grand on credit. Honestly, to, like, make my dreams come true. Totally. You know? Like I like an insert- investment in my future business. <laughs> I could see you taking out like a home equity line or I don't know, some bullshit to uh, to make fresh homemade cookies work. So I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. Thank goodness. Um, anyway, anyway, okay. what's going on? What's going on, June? So I have to tell you about mom and dad being here. Okay. Yes. They're probably going to listen to this and they can love it. They can listen and love. Um, two <laughs> quick stories. You know, nothing crazy. We've had a lovely visit. It has been very cold, which I, I do feel bad. You feel bad? You're taking on the guilt of it being cold in January in New York? That's like your fault? There's more trauma involved than that. Basically, you know, I live far far away from them. We live on opposite coasts now. And because they are uh, unvaccinated, um, we should not say that. No, what no, we we I mean we Let's can bring it up. It. mention it all, mention, mention it, all. it all, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is our reality. They're, they're they're proud of the fact that they're not vaccinated. That's their truth. We're you know we're in a we're in a good place anyways, okay, so they're here. And because they aren't vaccinated, we have to eat outdoors, which is like on the first day they were here, it was actually like 50 degrees. It was so warm. It was amazing. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. It's not going to be terrible. And then yesterday, the temperature just like fully dropped. And now it's like in the 20s. So cold. So we go to dinner with Ben. And it's like their first time actually having dinner, just the two of us and, and them every time he's been around them it's just been like with the whole family. So they're like there's a little bit riding on this like I just want them to be like, you know, happy and and engaged and you know, I want it to be a good dinner. Well, <laughs> it was a good dinner, but let me just tell you how dad kicked it off. Because okay. it's so cold outside. I go to I sit down. Ben's not there yet. We're sitting outside and dad's like, "It's so cold." And I'm like, "I'm sorry. Yeah, like you can scoot closer to the heating lamp. Like do you want to go to a bodega and get like a beanie or something or like I don't know, go find one of those like shops." And so he's like, He's like, okay, I'll go find something. And then, like, comes back, like, two minutes later. It's like, it's too far away. So then dad's just, like, miserable because he's so cold. Okay. So by that time, Ben is now arriving. Ben sits down. And dad's like, whew, it's pretty cold. Going to be a fast dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally the first words out of his mouth to Ben. Like, our first dinner, just the four of us. Oh, my gosh. And mom okay. and I just look at each other. And we're just like, Ugh. And yeah, Dad is basically uh, Dad had very bad manners that night, and right. ben, did, ben didn't care obviously, but um. right. Anyways, so uh, that happened. That is a um, funny one to be at meals with. Like many times he will break into when we're having a full conversation. He'll just interrupt it with something completely off topic. Like he's not even listening right. to what we're talking about. No. It's just like he's ready to talk about like something the latest else. Orange Theory splat point right. challenge he's doing. <laughs> exactly. And you're just like, wait, dad, like we were just talking about Followed like what we're – Yeah. He needs to yeah. learn the art of a segue. Um <laughs> We should find him a book or something. But yeah, like <laughs> he he also is a little bit particular about cuisines. Like mom is pretty open. Mom will eat like, you know, a lot of things, but dad right. actually only wants to eat like steak, fish, burgers. So like dad right. only wants like modern American food. Cause right. like there's the no other sushi happening. So, no sushi happening, no Thai, no, no thai. Japanese, right. like no Indian, like nothing. The problem is that like I want to show them New York and I want them to enjoy all the delicious food. So we, the first night we, they're there, we go to this like random Italian place and that dad like found. So we go there and then apparently the next morning he dragged mom back to that same place again. Like a very just like medium good Italian place. Okay, And I'm like, you're literally in New York City and you're going to go eat at the same medium good place twice in a row. That's like – honestly not that good it was fine that if you're listening it was like it was totally fine but I was just it was just hilarious so then like I have to call around and see what places will like take us in their outdoor seating and some places like require proof of vaccination even to sit outdoors because they're kind of like indoor outdoor logistical burden on you yeah it was just I just I told them and so anyways the trauma is that because we live so far away now I'm worried that if they don't have a good time on this trip that they won't come back to visit me which is like my own thing that I'm worried about. So I just said to them finally yesterday, I was like, please promise me you'll come back in the spring when we it's a little bit more enjoyable to eat outside. And right. when I, you know, when I'm like not having to go to work, and when I'm just like a little bit more in the headspace to like host, I think hosting is also just like so hard, but they were going to stay in Times Square at the Marriott and Times Square. And I was just like, absolutely not. I will not be trekking down to <sighs> literally the armpit of New York every single right. day. Right. So luckily, I convinced them to get like a hotel that's like near the bottom of Central Park, so it's like closer to me. Anyways, okay. okay last nice. last little story. Mom just is like, she's actually been she's been so great, but she had a few little New York micro aggressions the first day she got here. Okay. Okay. Um. Here we go. <laughs> so we're just like walking down. She she like insisted that we go like near Times Square in the middle of the pandemic on New Year's Eve because she was like just wanted to be in the in the area so we had like just gotten off the plane she's like let's go down there so we like drop our stuff at the hotel and she's we're like walking down you know eighth or whatever and it's probably like a 10 block walk and while as we're walking down she's just like so do you feel safe here <laughs> <laughs> some people say it'd be in a pu- in Puerto Rico anyway go ahead no but it's like but it is like a little and it's so honest I know it's coming from a good place but I'm like, yeah, I totally. I'm like, I feel safer here than I felt in San Francisco. You know, I feel like there's always people around, yada, yada, yada. Right. So that was funny. And then she goes, <laughs> just totally sincere, sweet. She goes, hey, are the trash people on strike? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, that's hilarious. And I'm it's... like, no, it's just always like this. Like, there's just always garbage bags, like, everywhere uh, on the sidewalk. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, Mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my Mm -hmm. Clean Simple Eats protein powder. everyone needs to know about them. We're going to tell them about about them anyway. So maybe we can get paid to do it. And honestly, we just cannot recommend them enough. We have a link in our show notes. You can go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use code POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. earlybirdcbd.com. POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Do yourself a favor. Try the gummies. They ship to all 50 states, everybody. You got to try it. earlybirdcbd.com. So then also mom got approached by like several men while we were walking. Wait, okay. Like approached, like yes. in what way? Like approached. No. Yeah. So well, like one guy was like, Hey little mama. And then like to mama, she was like walking and she's like, hey. And then <laughs> that's the best part. Mom's like mom like engages. So yeah, and then right. like as we're leaving Shake Shack that night, mom's like, this guy's like, Hey, what are you getting into later tonight? <laughs> to mom- <laughs> and I'm just like i then immediately just like walk like 10 paces ahead i'm like i can't do this right now i don't want to do this but just like what are you getting into later tonight new year's eve oh my gosh mom's like i don't know she's like (laughs) she's so cute and i can tell she's kind of messing with him but like but also sincere she's like i don't know probably reading my scriptures and saying some prayers (laughs) oh oh my (laughs) god wait she is so cute i know i know but and then she just like walked for like several blocks with him I just oh, talking he- to him? Yes, yeah. Dad just, like, Mom's doesn't t- care at all. Oh, no. You mom – okay, one thing I will say about mom, mom is 60, like, very – looks really good. Yeah, like, she looks I'm- amazing. And also, she's just, like, so – um she's so energetic. Charming. Like, the energy that mom has is, like, really amazing to me. Even, like, when we've just, like, spent some days together, I'm just, like, I think I just kind of want to, like – like I just don't want to talk or I'm I feel like the lame one and mom's just like like I, I don't know I don't know where she gets it but I like I love she's very woman. dazzling and and yes. like she has this like charm that like for you and me if we're in public if we're dealing with like you know retail employees I think we're polite and nice but we're not yeah. like ready to turn on the charm and no. like, get some jokes like we're ready to get our stuff done and talk to as few people as possible mom's the opposite she's like oh yeah let me walk with you for a few blocks you guys sexually sexually harassing me totally let's get to know each other maybe i can tell you about a wonderful book called the book of mormon (laughs) it's like it's it's insane to me she's not jaded she's not jaded exactly she's not jaded and she's just like happy to be a person in the world you know, just like chatting with different people. She's never like, I guess she never seems exhausted by it. Right. Right. Anyways, it's been very fun to have them and they have promised to come back. And every time I've been like, are you hating it? Are you still miserable? She's like, no, I'm having a fabulous time. She like, you know, went and walked around the Nordstrom yesterday, got some shopping in. So it's all good. Well, this is a sidebar, but really the only thing that our family truly likes to do on vacations, go out to eat. Yeah. Like so I think we should do like a New York – we should do a spring New York trip as a family oh gosh, every be year. That so fun. I think that would be amazing. We can all get ourselves there easily. Right. Hotels are not that expensive.
1: I no. think mom and dad
0: booked theirs with points this time around. And then the best part is like we can just do what we like to do and go to great restaurants right? and also shop and have fun. Okay. So I need to talk to you about Yellowstone, Lauren. Yes. Okay. Moving on from mom and dad. Moving on. My, as you know, I've been watching Yellowstone for the past couple of months. I've been telling you, I think you should watch it. Right. Um, Ben and I like caught up through all the seasons and now we're like, you know, caught up to the rest of the world and the finale was last night. All right. And I have some like gathered thoughts on the television program now. Okay. Okay. First of all, I want you to know that this is the most watched show on television. I spoke to somebody high up at Disney. Yes. Yes. I spoke to somebody high up at Disney. Okay. High up. His name is Joe Peacock. Oh and okay. <laughs> anyways, he let me in on a little secret and that is that if it's not the most I think he said I think he said it was the most watched show on television or he said it was one of the most. It's very very popular. Okay. Okay. And I like it. I l- really well, like I, it. I I think we all have got that message. Okay. I, continue? I like Kevin Costner. I think he's kind of sexy. I like watching stunning landscape scenes of, you know, sun-kissed mountains. It's actually filmed a little bit in Utah, but it's supposed to be Montana. I also, you know, admittedly, on this podcast, I've talked about this. I like cowboys. You and I both have an affinity for a man of the land, impeccably donned in Carhartt. Correct. But this show is making me lose my fantasy. Why? Don't do because this to me. I know. I don't. I don't want to do this to you, but I think. It's maybe a, a critical part of me growing up. Right now, No. I'm growing up. What? Right, right no, on this you podcast. Do, this to me. do you not do this because to me? the archetype of like the stable cowboy, so like man of the land, husband. Let you, me you know. tell you why. Let me tell you why. Okay. Ugh. Because while it is a good show, it's also just pretty bad. Like the writing is just so bad, and some okay. of the writing is good, but like I would say, sixty percent of it is like pretty cheesy. For example, last night, like there's so much. Sixty percent, sixty percent. You're shilling a show to our audience that is sixty percent cheesy. Yes, yes. Because I still think it's still worth it. And also, like, I'm so desperate for TV that, like, that's like a drama. Like, I'll, I'll basically take anything. Okay. There's so much like hammed up cowboy talk that sometimes, like, I literally have to cover my eyes because I'm cringing so much.
2: Mm. Like okay.
0: last night's episode, the finale of season four. Okay, this mm-hmm. this show is just only gained in popularity. The finale, one of the cowboys leaves the Dutton ranch. And as he's like saying his goodbyes, literally the, the final line that some writer cooked up was cowboys don't say goodbye. They say, see you later.
1: Wait, is just, this who
0: says this like the narrator? No, one of the other cowboys to the cowboy who's leaving the Dutton Ranch. He references like in a very meta way. Cowboys don't say goodbye. They say, see you later. Yes. Yes. That's the line. Oh, and that like God. passed through screenwriters and like, every, yeah. Right. like so cringy. Ben was just, like, Ben honestly wanted to, like, pause it and just, like, take a minute to digest yeah. how terrible that line was. Right. And I'm just, like, this is the best we can do. Like, I this is literally the most watched show on television, and that's what they're writing. Okay, so right. that's, like, one element to it. The other issue that str- I struggle with is about every other episode, there's extensive scenes of Farmer core. okay, where – Okay, that sounds hot to me. This that's what you think. You think farmer core sounds hot. It's not. It's like farmers doing their hobbies, okay, which is not hot. I've realized. I uh, don't want to see a farmer doing their hobbies yeah. because it's like no like ten minutes, 10, 10 to fifteen 18. minutes of of rodeo watching. Like right. watching a horse right. chase a cow or bull. And it's like extent like no. they're they're like long scenes because they like the show is for people who like like watching that stuff. Or I find it, you know, beautiful. They like right. the, watching a horse do tricks, trucks right. and trailers oh no and it's usually accompanied by a country music song like this I'm gonna play it for oh you gosh okay okay Lauren this is the song that's accompanying this the scenes of farmer corps rodeo watching a horse chasing a cow or a bull or something
1: In rodeo, I'd be lying for till you I-
0: We singing for the rodeo? <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> okay. oh! This could have been an amazing song, except it's about a rodeo. Hey, <laughs> okay, please turn it off. Please turn it off. Let me turn it off? This <laughs> okay, just... honestly makes me angry. This honestly makes me angry because Tim McGraw's voice is stunning. It's not, be- it's not Tim McGraw it's not Tim McGraw it's a look it's a sound alike named Cody Johnson okay honestly I will I- also say I found this song to be kind of stirring in the moment I actually Sturing, like, for sure <laughs> right right I mean until it actually it gets pretty I good talking about literally until he's an o to about a rodeo. rodeo it's it's called That's- the song is called dear rodeo that's the problem. That's where the fantasy of the cowboy husband really breaks down. Yes. because what, okay. you think, mm-hmm. what you think the hobbies of a cowboy is, is like riding a horse- Let me tell you. Know, you 20 miles into mm-hmm. the country, right. finding a river where they can read Tolstoy by. Exactly. And then on the way home, chopping wood so, with which they will burn a fire and make love to you in front of. Like That's exactly what, what I'm saying. The country I, life, I thought- has in store no see what i'm getting on the show is not what i came here for and i think the show i think the show is showing me a little too much of the country lifestyle i like i like you're saying i prefer my cowboys passionately in love feeling the soil with their calloused hands or thoughtfully looking up at the sky i don't want to see cowboy hobbies and i guess that's just too much to ask
1: uh
0: Honestly, it truly – it was just like when I flew to Virginia and saw the Mm -hmm. reality of Virginia. I won't tell that story again. I will save you. Um, One day, maybe I'll retell it if people want me to. Um, Chandler's like, no one wants you to. I do not
2: want to do that story again. retell
0: it. Retell it. Maybe I'll tell it another time. Anyway, yes, that's a dark moment when you realize that your agrarian man of the land fantasies are just that um okay should we move on though before we thoroughly depress our listeners yes let's move on before they think this is another songs that stir us episode yes this is not um no need to trigger anyone's ptsd um okay i want to talk to you this week about david foster's instagram post about Catherine <laughs> mcphee okay so it. david foster posted a picture of Catherine mcphee looking extremely svelte like hip bones yeah. jutting out yeah in a bikini Stomach, not a not a stretch mark within sight. Yeah. Just looking very thin. Yeah. And the caption is, of course, a music emoji. But just so and, fucking weird. Excuse my friend. Just so weird. It's like he has to remind you that he's a music producer. Yeah. Like with every single caption. And it's like we all know I wanna, David. I want to crucify this man. I hate this man. Okay, but the so this is the caption. He writes music emoji, that's totally irrelevant. Then what baby? exclamation point. All right. I would love to talk to you about this because Mm -hmm. it sent everyone into an uproar. There this went viral. People were really pissed. Um and I want your thoughts. Well, I want I want your thoughts first. Okay. Okay, here are my thoughts. I think it's fine to post. Thirst traps of your partner. In fact, I personally think that's one of the failings in my current relationship. Megan has <laughs> never posted a thirst trap right. at me. One time, I, I sent a picture thing. of myself in a bikini in Mexico, like yeah. to him, and he literally asked me, "He's like, do you send me those because you want me to post them?" And of course, I did. But I was like, <laughs> "No, no, definitely not." And that no, was no. when I learned that he would never post my thirst oh my traps. Gosh, I would yeah. have to post them. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I guess. Catherine McPhee's relationship doesn't suffer from the same failing, but here's what I don't like about this. Yeah. Now that I've said, got that out of the way. Yeah. The problem with this, and I think the reason why everyone is valid in finding this to be, a, in finding this post to be, um, I don't want to use the term problematic because it's one of my least favorite words of all time. What about triggering or gaslighting? Some other great terms. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I think it is. Yeah. Because I do think Catherine McPhee posted like her own rebuttal to everyone's right. criticisms and told everyone to basically F off. Yeah. And that her husband loves her and her body and everyone yeah. just needs to chill out and who yeah. cares which I actually did think was a little bit gaslighty Yeah. Um. because this is what the message of this picture is. Yeah, I've, I've got many has. thoughts. The part about it that's gross and I think that's that truly is not cool is the what baby caption because mm-hmm. what it is is saying is what I want to celebrate is the fact that my wife looks like she never had a kid. Yeah. Like the goal of every woman and that mm-hmm. what we should celebrate mm-hmm. is having no mark of ever mm-hmm. having actually been pregnant not only do women have to bear the burden of continuing the human race but then we need to bear no mark that we ever actually did that and that i think is what is so incredibly right just frankly damaging (sighs) and not a cool message to push out especially by a dude who's just like seriously of the boomer patriarchal gross generation a dude who's fathered like 18 kids right Right, exactly. Ugh, Lauren I Yola- I, Foster in her book said that she mm-hmm. liked her very thin. Like David likes me very guy. skinny. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Lauren, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think there's nothing wrong with posting a hot picture of your spouse, of your person, whatever. The caption is so gross. He has so many children that he's fathered. He's also just like the problem is that. He is just kind of a gross guy. He does not strike me as someone who has, like, you know, a lot of, like, love and endearment for, like, women who who have, like, born his children because he clearly leaves them the minute that they, you know, diminish in any way to him. And it's just super gross. And I think the other issue with this post, and I think Catherine's rebuttal, is that she's talked openly about having an eating disorder. Right. And struggling in that way. And her fans know that. And that's what I saw a lot in the comments was like her fans saying, Hey, you've talked about this before. And that's, this just really pushes like a super negative message onto women. Right. Like, exactly. if you're, that you are someone who struggled with this before, but that you have clearly no problem with, with perpetuating this idea that women are expected to literally bounce back from having a baby to perfection. Right. You know? And, and it's just like, I don't know. He's just, he's not a family man. And there's nothing I like more than a family man. And, He's just like super gross. Yeah. Okay. An- another thing that we should just uh, continue manhating, um, mm-hmm. Steve Lodge's engagement. So I want to touch on this briefly. Steve Lodge was dating Vicki Gumbleson, I think, for yep. four years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they broke up. And within three or four months, he is now engaged to a 37-year-old. He is 63. Um, she's an elementary school teacher. And he posted or he gave a statement to people. He gave a statement to people that said, I did ask Janice, his new girlfriend, on December 20th if she would become Mrs. Steve Chavez Lodge. <sighs> and she happily agreed. Where did the self esteem go for modern women? That's I don't my know. question. Like, I why? don't know. Orange County is like a Steve different Lodge beast. is either rich or attractive either. No. It doesn't make any sense. This one doesn't, like, in my brain cannot compute. No, no. I mean, it's disgusting i like this man is so depressing i mean he, he along with like harry dubin tom d'agostino or whatever like they're all just so gross tom luann's ex is also re-engaged <laughs> he also got engaged on um on new year's eve and bravo historian the anniversary of their it. wedding yeah and bravo historian was like wow this man really loves new year's eve <laughs> oh my gosh But <laughs> just like all these men are so gross Honestly, my favorite part of the Steve Lodge engagement is him asking Janice if she would like become if she would become Mrs. Steve right. Chavez Lodge. Like, can you imagine if when Kagan proposed to me and he said, Will you become Mrs. Kagan James Atkinson? <laughs> it's like, what? Well, you just become like, another part of my identity. It's just the most narcissistic way right. to propose to someone or to issue right. a statement about that. Yeah. Yeah. It has yeah. nothing to do basically with her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is another divorce that is pending before they get okay. married. Okay. Okay. What's next? Should we talk about our resolutions? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Chan, it is a new year. Um, let's talk about our resolutions. I'm very interested to hear yours. Go for it. I, I honestly <laughs> only, I only have one that I'm pretty serious about. All the other ones are kind of half-hearted. You know, they're the classic ones. Spend more money more intentionally. Read all right. the books that I haven't read in my bookshelf. Right. Stop being but a I think, book collector and be a reader. Right. Exactly. Um, okay, that was really rude. Um <laughs> that was uh, but not basically that was just like a general or even toward myself. <laughs> no, it's fair, it's true. I I've I've realized that I have this one pain point of my life, you know. I don't have a lot of pain points, thankfully, but I do have one and that is the Sunday Scaries. Um, I don't know if it's PTSD from my job or if it's just being a millennial, but like, you know, basically a quarter of my weekend is usually ruined by the dread of for Monday. Lauren, the wall behind you, it's quite barren. What's going on there? <laughs> you know what? I find getting things framed to be very stressful. And so I've just never done it. I don't basically have anything framed in my home. And it's sad for me. It's very sad, which is why we are so lucky to be sponsored by Framebridge right now. cute frames, beautiful, sleek, modern. So you can just hang your gallery wall and it's good to go. They make it very easy on a lay person like yourself. Everyone at why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store
1: to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. and let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app.
0: Okay. Right. Right. Love my job. I feel extremely grateful for it. Yada, yada, yada. That being said, no matter what, I'm like never ready for Monday. And this like – is literally like takes a toll on my whole weekend because I never make plans for Sunday night because I know I'm going to be kind of moody. And right. so I just like try to do everything in my power. Like I just, I say no to everything because I just want to be like at home nesting, essentially like emotionally preparing myself. Um, is that really what it is? Like, are you just trying to get ready for the week ahead? So like you have laundry done and you're organized and it doesn't feel like yeah, it's, it's, it's Monday? like that. Or is like, I it think truly it, like just meditating for four hours? No, it, it's like that. Like I think like for me, if I have an organized space, I feel it's, it's like a mood enhancer for me if I mm-hmm. if my space is organized and my apartment right. is clean and I have like done all the all my tasks and checked off all my silly little boxes. And so right. like, like that's one easy way for me to like boost my mood. So like that's mm-hmm. what I try to spend that time doing. But it's just not enough. It's not working because like, you know, basically yesterday starting at 1 p.m. I was just like, I want to be at home. Like I don't want to be doing anything else. Mm -hmm. And I, so anyways, I got to figure out like a new ritual or something. I need to either like start doing drugs or I don't know, find, find some new way to make this like millennial problem more manageable. That's what my resolutions. Yeah, I have no, I don't know how to help you here on that one. Uh, Oh, great. I've never, sorry. I've never, even when I've had jobs that I haven't enjoyed, I don't feel like I've, maybe I just, maybe it's just been so long. I don't know. I don't. (laughs) Even fresh homemade cookies never gave you this? No, I've never experienced this before. I hope this is something you can work through, especially because you like your job now. And I just don't like working. Yeah. That's the issue. I think the problem is like, no matter what, a job is like, my time is no longer my own. Right. It's like now there's demands on my time. And that is just really like something I do not look forward to. And I think this weekend was especially bad because it was coming off of like a very long break. But, right. I need to like either go to like a workout class or like I said, take drugs or something because (laughs) it's not working. Um, I tried to come up with resignations, you guys, because last year we did New Year's resignations, which was basically like instead of resolutions, it was giving up on all your hopes and dreams and accepting the person you'd become. Yep. Um, But I realized that I gave up on everything last year. (laughs) There wasn't much left to resign myself to. So anyway, my resolution this year, my primary one is to go all in on work. Okay. Um, It's to really, really dive into working, travel less for sure, and to really devote myself to my pop-apologist and my other business and really turbocharge both of them. So hopefully that is something that, you know, results in a lot more Instagram activity for everyone, a lot more content that you guys really enjoy. I cannot wait to see you double oh, yeah. down. That's what? another thing, another way people can help this podcast. If we share a reel that's like, you know, us chatting, or if we share a reel that's a edit of the podcast, please share it with someone. If you think it's funny, share it with someone who you think would think it's funny. And help, you know, that's a great way. We're going to really work on getting a lot of shareable content out this year, so hopefully that can be a key driver of growth for us. Yes. Please share. Love you all. So that brings me to my other resolution, Chandler, which is I am also not only doubling down on work, but I'm doubling down on work in the home. I think that I moved to Puerto Rico and I went from really being a very much like a caretaking partner. I used to cook dinner all the time. Really nurture, very right. really nurturing in that way. I mm-hmm. loved it, and then I moved mm-hmm. to PR, and for some reason, I think I just I couldn't do any sort of like HelloFresh system. I had yeah. Instacart doesn't exist here. I don't have a car, and it just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah. In terms of that, I stopped cooking, and I really want to cook again. Yeah. I want you to cook again. I love it. I love doing it. Right. And You're uh, anyways. Cook. Thank you. So that is my New Year's resolution. I did begin work on this resolution yesterday. And can I tell you how that went? Yes. Tell me how's your first day going? Okay. So yesterday I compiled my long list of groceries from four different recipes. Mm -hmm. I looked through my home to see what I had. I was very organized. And I went to the local grocery store. They had about 60% of the ingredients I needed. So I okay. walked home with all those groceries, Ugh. and I put them away, and yeah. then I Ubered to a further away grocery store, mm-hmm. um, which had, I would say, another 20% of the groceries I needed. Okay, okay. So yeah. then I walked to another grocery store that was – and they had maybe a few more. Anyway, I went to five different grocery stores, no probably walked an hour around San Juan to procure all the different ingredients I needed for the four meals I'm planning on making this week. I get to my final grocery store, finally have everything or or adequate substitutes yeah. thereof. Yeah. Um, and I'm leaving the store. And How many hours have, into this journey are you? First of all, let me say it's in 80 degrees in Puerto Rico. It's hot. I'm sweating. It's just – it's gross walking mm-hmm. around. I'm mm-hmm. um, – And I'm probably a good four hours into this journey, several Uber car rides. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also three hundred dollars into groceries. Yeah, okay. What when you're first starting out, and I'm hoping that it gets a lot cheaper, but you gotta buy, you gotta buy every single, you know herb that's needed but you got to buy everything new right so a lot of staples i didn't have so that's probably why it was so expensive anyway i'm at my final grocery store i have my final bag of groceries Mm -hmm. it's a brown paper bag i decided to kind of just pile in my new ingredients on top of the ingredients from the last like store i went to because i didn't want to have like another shopping bag yeah yeah so i go outside i called my uber home and the uber driver cannot find me Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm like walking around the parking lot frantically, so he doesn't leave. Frantically looking for the gray Toyota Yaris, oh, mm-hmm. I find it. Yeah, I like dash toward it, and at that very moment, the bottom of my paper brown oh, grocery bag <laughs> splits open, and the artisan twenty six ninety nine olive oil I have procured <laughs> crashes. To the cement or the asphalt sis. and breaks all over everything. Oh, sis. I'm in front of his car at this point And I have my AirPods in because I was listening to a podcast. So, and then I, and one of my AirPods falls out, goes underneath his car. <gasps> So I scramble. I get all the groceries, kind of like in my arms, and I, you know, open the door to his car. I put them on the floor of his car, Ugh. and then, mind you, the olive oil bottle and jar and broken glass is oh all scattered in front of his car. Yeah. So wait, are you it, are you cleaning this up at th- this point, or what? So I'm like, and my AirPod is underneath his car. Oh so God. I'm like, hey, can you drive like ten feet so that I can <sighs> get my AirPod? Meanwhile, yeah, there's yeah. also traffic. Yeah, like I'm like causing congestion. Right, right, right. So he only speaks Spanish. Yeah. So now I'm like gesticulating with my body, like, "Okay, go this way." I need, you know, and I like hold up my other AirPod. I need to get find my whatever. He kind of gets the point picture. He backs up. He gets the picture. (laughs) (laughs) I proceed to. Walk in front of his car. Oh, yeah. I get my AirPod. I walk back and yeah. I fully slip in olive <gasps> oil <No! laughs> and crash to the oh, asphalt, skin no. both my knees no. and rip knee holes in <gasps> my new Lululemon pants. I didn't even think you could um, rip Lululemon. Yes, You're kidding? Yes. Yeah. Well, they will rip oh, if you if sis. you yes. Uh, I ate it. Meanwhile, I had yeah. So anyway, um, I ate it on the asphalt. Um, my hands are like scraped up. Ugh. It's a total nightmare. Is he helpful or what? What's his mode right now? And he's just like this nice Puerto Rican Sp- man who only speaks Spanish. Who has yeah. no idea what like, he signed why up this, for. Like hapless white lady is like right, you know right. on the floor probably in front of him. He just yeah has no clue what he signed up for. Right. Anyway. Right. So I am just like a wreck. So I get up. I like I try to get as much of the olive oil bottle glass like kicked up as possible. Yeah. I take it to the nearby trash can. There's still traffic congestion.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: covered in olive oil. My knees are bleeding. Oh and gosh. I get into his vehicle. <sighs> I get home. He drives me back home. <sighs> I get up. You know, I I take all the loose ingredients are you, in my arms. Here's my question. Are you having blood covered? Are you presenting Kagan at any point? Are you Am like screw it? you Kagan for making me want to be a, a wonderful homemaker for you? I did this no. for you. Like at this point I feel like I'd I'd start I'd be so frustrated with my day that I would just I would start to then project that frustration onto the people I love in my life. No, honestly, the opposite. I'm just filled with self-loathing. Like I just blame yeah. myself. Like I'm like, why are you so incompetent? Yeah. Why is cooking, <sighs> which oh, is just seems like a sis. natural part of life, so difficult? Why is it so <laughs> difficult for you? Why is it so expensive? Why can't oh. you just? Why is this so hard? Why does oh. my life seem so hard? <laughs> That's you so know, mean. Like it's just like yeah. you have total flexibility in your time. Right. You should be able to. No excuse. Cooking a meal every day and keeping a, a tidy home. Right. What is your problem? Right. You know, why do you come home covered in blood and oil <laughs> if it's done? Also, are these the little lemons you just recently got yes, with your money? My brand yeah. new ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I get home and I realize when I've gotten home, as I've, you know, all the loose ingredients, I finally got them on the counter, that I must have set down my other AirPod on top of his <gasps> car when I looked for the <sighs> Fully, I'm out in AirPod. No. This has turned into now a $500 right. yeah. grocery excursion. You're freaking screwed. Yeah. That I'm going to be physically scarred from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, additionally, so let yeah, me fast forward you. Yes. So let me fast forward you to the evening portion. Mm-hmm. So I dutifully go to make the meal. I'm yeah. making a creamy sundried tomato chicken pasta for dinner. Oh, that sounds so good. And I realized that I simply just don't have the cooking apparatus to Mm -hmm. execute the meal as planned. Okay. I don't have a large like skillet, like a large home skillet. I I have one like kind of standard, probably eight inch cooking pan. Yeah. And like a a small soup pan. That's Mm -hmm. it. All Mm -hmm. that came with this apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just don't have anything. I had bought pans, but they just aren't here yet. Yeah. Okay. I'm very serious about this new goal. So I'm like, whatever, I'm going to have to now split this. I'm going to have to finagle this recipe so that this works in these two pans. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cooking pasta in a frying pan is not advised if liquid cannot fully cover your pasta i don't recommend it it yeah, was just uh-huh. it was such chaos it like almost caused a fire like so stressful Ugh. my kitchen was a complete disaster kagan was like starving and kept coming up and being like like is it almost ready i'm so hungry i'm so hungry and yeah I'm like, shut up great like i'm about to start a fire like Ugh. this isn't even working Anyway, he had the great Aww. idea to put lids on the pans to use the steam to fully cook the noodles, which yeah, that, did actually end up working finally. That's good. Good for something, anyway, I guess. Anyway, it ended up being a delicious meal, I will say, like a truly fabulous recipe that I'm going to send to you because it's really, I think if you have the proper apparatus, an easy recipe and very yeah. good. Yeah, Um, And I will say this story ends well because like – we like, you we get had lucky. the sweetest moment. No. <laughs> we had this, we just had like the sweetest moment. And, really? And he loved the food. <gasps> and and it really was like a moment of connection for us. And oh, he was good. so cute. Like, inter- he was just so cute with me afterwards. And yeah. his love language is acts of service. I could tell he felt very yeah. like taken care of. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this might, wasn't necessarily worth it, but um, <laughs> this was a good experience. <laughs> this part was a good experience. So anyway, that makes me so happy. I'm glad it all ended well because that that's truly awful. And I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy because that sounds so terrible. Yeah. It was a very expensive day. It was a very expensive day. I don't know how people, I don't know how people do it. I guess Instacart and just being rich is how people do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, it's just, it's such a task. Like, I I had this like grand idea. Oh, I'm gonna like make a delicious dinner this week, and I'm just like, you know, screw it. You can have ground turkey and some tortilla well, I, chips. I, I honestly feel like you're either making like the Costco bulk, like polygamous family, cheap, mm-hmm. gross meals. Yeah, no offense to any polygamous listeners, mm-hmm. but the meals you see them make on like sister wives. Yeah, or can you imagine that cooking for like a family too? Yeah, or you're making yeah. like actually good food and it's really expensive it's super expensive and it's also just like i mean i my kitchen is non-existent it's essentially a bathroom kitchen and so it's just like it's so annoying to cook too because there's like no counter space right it doesn't make honestly you, all. you have a beautiful kitchen where you can kind of like spread out your stuff and your ingredients and like really enjoy it but like cooking no. a big meal at my place is actually it's like okay well i need i need to just start this meal six hours before so that i can like use the counter space for different tasks like separately and like I need to prep ingredients hours before because I can't prep them all at the same time because I don't have the counter space for that yeah yeah no it's it's not it's not a thing it's not a thing yeah uh, you're not this isn't a cooking phase of your life this is no. out in New York phase. but of your life. but also I but then it's like then it's really expensive so it's just it all sucks you know life sucks you guys um that's yeah. the theme of this episode right literally <laughs> all right Chan okay love you we didn't get to any advice everyone submitted wonderful questions for us to give advice on we're gonna get to all of them yeah Um, we're gonna get to them i I think we should do it either like on the patreon or on well we should probably do it on the regular since everyone submitted right um let's do yeah let's try to we'll either do it next week or i'll try to do them on stories i guess we can just do it i guess since we didn't say it would be patreon let's just have it be next week's episode is the advice okay okay sounds good Okay, so we'll make that next week's episode, you guys. Sorry if you asked for advice, it's gonna be a minute, but we'll make that next week's episode. And then we have really exciting stuff coming up. A big announcement. We have a very exciting thing happening next week. Mm-hmm. Chandler, do you wanna say? Guys, we're going to watch what happens live with Heather Gay. Literally. We are in New York. We're like getting dinner the night before with her. I don't know how our life turned around in no. such a deep way. We're so excited. So we're going to recap that on the Patreon. We want to keep our friendship with her. We do not want to spill all the deets on the regular episode. So if you are on the Patreon, you're going to hear all about the Watch What Happens live experience. So that'll be really fun. Um, and yeah, it should be really exciting. Get excited, y'all. Um, I can't right. wait. I like to go find an outfit. We're also not. We're gonna be guests with her, like in the green room. When Andy Cohen is not hosting. Oh not gosh, yeah. Room. Let me make that abundantly yeah. clear. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um right. Love you, Chan. Love you too. All right, you guys. Lauren jumping on after the episode because we really need your help. Pop apologists needs to grow in twenty twenty two. We've been doing the pod now for almost two years. And ultimately, we really need to see that growth in 2022 to keep going. So if you want the pod to stay on the air, if you don't want the podcast to be a brief, wonderful memory, but you want more episodes to continue, please help us. How can you help? One, share on your Instagram stories. If you love an episode, share it and include the link so all of your followers can easily click that link and listen. That is huge, will help us so much. So please consider doing that. Additionally, you can write a review on iTunes. We're hoping to get to over a thousand reviews. And finally, you can become a Patreon member. There's a $4.99 tier. And if you think this podcast brings you $5 worth of value per month, please consider donating to the Patreon. It really keeps us alive. But the main thing is sharing the pod because truly we just need more listeners and we need more downloads. So with that said, please share. We truly, truly appreciate it if you love the pod and we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We are so grateful for you and hope you enjoyed the episode. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at Apologists, and we will see you next week, live every Wednesday.